0: for myself and
1: my family. There's no way that
0: this is real, man. can uh, What up everyone? And welcome back to Modify Your Life Podcast. Where we have such amazing people on here talking about their trials and tribulations and how they made it through and how they got to modify their life. So I'm in St. Louis, Missouri now. Just did uh, what is it? The syndicate arte RT Syndicate, syndicate. Uh, David Goggins, and my le- and, and my letting Andy Verzella. it was amazing, it was an amazing thing. And I got my boy with me, Micah, who works at first form. And it feels, dude. This feels this podcast feels like a normal conversation because I don't have the mics and I don't have my headset
1: on. So like, uh-huh. it's like a very weird
0: conversation. Yeah, I
1: mean, it's, it feels like weirdly casual. Right. You know, it feels I'm, like, I'm a, like, should this feel different? It, well,
0: I, no, so I think normally the podcast does feel a little different because normally you got the mic boom stick in the face. We got the headset on, yeah. so you hear yourself talking. Right now, yeah, i I'm, we don't hear ourselves talking at okay. all. We're just we're just talking. But anyways, yo, let
1: everyone know who you are and who who's Micah. I'm I'm Micah. Uh, me and me and Anthony worked met at First Form. Yeah. Um, we really met at Summer Smash last year. Summer Smash of twenty two. No, we met at First Form. Oh, in the locker room. We the locker yeah, room. room. in the locker room. That, you That's literally right.
0: met me. Two was it two minutes before or two minutes after I was gonna be put on Andy Purcell's podcast. I think it was,
1: I feel like it was before. I think it was
0: before because I think it was after I got so nervous. I don't know. I don't think I did anything. I was like trying to take it all in. So yeah.
1: You were in the recliner. You were just chilling in the the recliner.
0: Oh, then it was definitely before. It was definitely before because after that, I was like nervous, bro. Like I was like, that's like a dream go true. We'll get into that. But anyways, work at First Form. Yeah, I
1: I work at First Form. I've been at First Form uh, a little over two years. Uh, I'm on the the, the sales side of things. Uh, But I just want to move up the ladder uh, while also building a business outside of there. Creating uh, departments inside for um, not only myself and the company, but, you know, for the, the other employees so we can uh, create more opportunities for everybody. What you're and, doing um, is
0: really dope, man. I really want to get into that. Like, we'll just wrap the back, man. Like, what you're doing, like, for the youth and, like, and to, like, bring more into um, First Form that's already there, which First Form already does a lot. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I went with them for a, a reason that, like, you know, they stand behind the morals that having to modify brand does. Right. And yeah. uh, Andy Purcell is, you know, he modified his life too. you know, he was overweight preaching to be healthy he and he got his stuff together. Overweight. You know he what I mean? Very yeah. Overweight. Very overweight, over 300 pounds. So, you know, that's one thing like, that I, I completely stand by is like change yourself. And it's so crazy because today we did. We went to the went to the syndicate today. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And we got to hear something. And like the biggest thing I took, I took away so much. So that's the most notes I've ever taken in a day. I got to be honest. Right. Um, but I took away something. That I will probably remember forever, and my clients are now gonna hear this. People that maybe start working under me are gonna hear this, and then I completely forgot what that quote was. Honestly, right now I just brain fart mm-hmm. right now. So I'm gonna grab my phone because I wrote it down and I, I sent That'll it. That happen. I sent when, it to Francine. You take so, know, so many notes. Oh, you know, I took it. so many notes today. But I sent it to Francine. You know, and this really was awesome because I kind of feel like this is like that answer that I'm looking for. I was always looking for, always thinking that I'm like. I'm like uh, imposter syndrome, right? Yeah. Like imposter syndrome. Like I've been over my whole entire life. Now I'm an online coach, a personal trainer, a, a motivational speaker. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's a it's a different feeling, right? And he, and, uh, and uh, Andy did well, say you, this. Well, you feel like you're on the other side. I feel like I'm still on the other side of o- obesity. Like honestly, like it's very, very, it's very, it's very hard to explain. We could dive into that because I know mm-hmm. you have your own version of imposter syndrome. That we that's where we had a whole hour of conversation with. But yeah. uh, it says. In, in life we are most qualified to help people who used to who we used to be like right right and that that thing will hit home. let me let me read that one more time in life we are most qualified to help the people we used to be yeah right and that to me is now we're in the position where I'm at where I'm helping people that are 300 400 500 600 plus pounds and um I get my own version you know I, I second guess myself like everyone else' is right yeah. I'm pretty sure you yeah. do because absolutely we had a whole and, and,
1: conversation a yeah. whole hour conversation about that Bro, it's an every, it's literally like an everyday thing. It may be, you know, maybe one day it may be for like a uh, short period of time. And then, you know, one day I'm just feeling discouraged and, and, and I have to like, I just have to collect myself and just, you know, pe- have a pep talk with myself. So, uh, but it's definitely on a regular basis that I feel that way. And, you know, like they were what talking about today. What do you do to get today. yourself out of it? Um, I do things I know I need to do. You know so I you mean? just like, keep on with your day? I, I keep on with my day, but I, I make the best decisions I can for myself. So okay. if, if I feel like I'm off and I want to uh, indulge in, like, some junk food or something like that, uh-huh. just because, like, we'll subconsciously do weird things like that to feel Out comfortable. Out of your character, yeah, to get comfortable, yeah. 100%. So, like, I, keep, I do my best to keep myself in check. So I actually make the best decisions whenever I'm in, like mindsets like that where i'm like discouraged cuz you're like, more focused on making the right decision so you don't yeah. ruin your next couple hours or 100%, 100%. next day. That makes it that makes you like super hyper
0: focused on making the right decision because you know you want to make the wrong decision.
1: Yeah. So oh, yeah, yeah i know go. i'm in that i'm in that mindset where i'm like you know i could i could just do some not anything too crazy but like i could really some reckless stuff. Stop my stop my my uh, uh, momentum. You know i could really slow my momentum today so i need to keep myself in check.
0: I like that. Yeah. So when I'm going through like, I'm going through like uh, imposter syndrome, you know, and our body dysmorphia uh, or wherever it might be. Obviously, I go through both of those quite often, a little more than I would like. Uh, you know, I like to help people. As corny as it sounds, like my Zoom calls with my online clients have are, are really helped. They are therapeutic for my clients, but sometimes mm-hmm. they're also therapeutic for me because I get to help someone find a problem in their life. Come up with a solution, and yeah. then have a, give them a, 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 a way till so they can execute it. Yeah, right. And then I get to bring value. Or sometimes, and I sometimes I want to have like the worst day. Like my client will end the Zoom call. Like you know what? Thank you, coach. Like I really need that so much. And like in my head, I'm like, no, I needed this. Yeah. I'm glad I get to help you because like you know what it is like you're having mm-hmm. a bad day. You're you're doing you know something. Everything's going wrong. You're, you know your whole life is crashing in front of you. Everything's burning. The the roof's on fire. The planes crash. Whatever it is, right? Yeah. When you just like kind of give that five bucks to that homeless person or you 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 get a text from a friend that's checking up on you like stuff mm-hmm. feels good like it feels good to like receive or also but I mean, it feels even better to give
1: yeah I you know mean so when I'm going through stuff like that I, I like to like I give a little bit more yeah you know what I mean just we're because. supposed to communicate we're supposed to communicate and serve like at, at like at core level human beings are supposed to be doing things like that and that's that's why you feel so much better you know like yeah. Like someone like earlier we held it, you know, when we held the door for those people, like when just the smile yes. on her face and how like thankful she was, that brightened my day, bro. Yeah. You know, it was just- like
0: okay, so let me paint a picture for everyone right now listening. Right? Me and my boy we were at we were at the we went to the the R R T when they had a two hour break for lunch. We went to Red Lobster. I haven't been to Red Lobster in forever, honestly. It was, it was a, really random. It ran- was really, really random. It place was to random because
1: I hadn't been in a long time. Yeah, even, I have, but- last
0: time I went there, I'll tell you a crazy story real quick. I'm going to paint another picture before I paint <laughs> this new picture. We uh, the last time I went to Red Lobster, it was me, Modify Frankie, and my boy Les, right? We're out there, we're eating, we're having a good time. Your boy was like 500 pounds a time. It wasn't 600, yeah, it was like 500. I was a hefty boy. Uh, and we're getting done eating, full as heck, get outside. And this guy's like, yo, man, yo, yo, like, had like this van full of like surround sound speakers. Me and Modify Frankie just rented a house in Santa Ana. Uh, not even a house. I don't want to make it sound more badass than it is. We rented a garage that t- was turned into a room, like a whole a house setup, I guess. Uh, and we just had moved, and I was j- literally, literally, like two days before, I'm like, babe, I want to get a surround sound system. We just got like a 60 inch, so I'm thinking we're balling. You know what I mean? Balling, got the new uh, place and everything. And he's like, yo, I got surround sound. And I was supposed to get rid of these two in downtown LA, but I ended up not going through with the sale. Like, they're, they're normally like a $1,000. But, you know, I'm selling them for 400 and I look at the box. Like, every other sucker, and if everyone's listening right now, and you could think, like, yo, how dumb can you be, AJ, Mr. Heavy to Modify? Like, why would you do that? I was just in the moment. Like, he, uh, everything was perfect, well, right? Per- buying is emotional. People buy it, off it, of it emotion. Was a, it was emotional and, buy, and it and so and happened I wanted that. Like In we, that like,
1: moment, it, it was it everything was you wanted. Yeah, Everything I wanted. Yep.
0: Exactly. In that moment, uh, we could turn that into even eating. Absolutely, bro. In that moment, everything you want, right? But then when you get done with this, it's it, it's not It's not quality. That's no, crazy. Shit. anyways, so I'm paying. Now. I'm happy, bro. I like, see it. It's all heavy, right? That's how they get you. It's heavy box. I'm like, it's all, yeah. I look it up online. It shows it's going for like fifteen hundred. So they're smart. Like they know what they're doing, bro. Right. They know that people are gonna pull their phone out, go on the website, whatever it might be. So I'm like, yeah, yeah all right, man. So we stop. I think I had like two hundred cash on me. So um, I think my boy Les gave me like another two hundred. I think we paid like four hundred bucks. Right? I think we paid them three hundred. I think whatever four hundred. We we'll make it sound better, four hundred. So I'm all soaked. We get home. We get done. To eat, you know, hunt, eat. we get loaded up in the, the Jeep, head home. You've been thinking about it the whole I time. And didn't, then I didn't open up. The, I'm happy, bro. I'm yeah, happy. Yeah. And then I get home and we're like super tired. So I was like, oh, open it tomorrow. Set everything up. Well, the next day it comes, open it up. There is stuff in there. What is it? It's speakers. Okay. But it's cheap speakers. Like, it's bad. And I opened up the speaker to kind of see what kind of actual speaker was inside. So it was all concrete in this one little speaker thing. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Oh my God. Bro. He got you. He got me. Got and he. he
1: got me good. Because, bro,
0: and like one of those things, like Francine looked like she wanted to laugh, but then she was also pissed. And then she also right. felt bad for me. Because I'm not the type of person to get got. Like, I'm very, very street smart. I don't know about that. And, 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 and yeah, I was like, <laughs> You know I've been here for three days and you didn't. start talking crap until the <laughs> day I'm about to fly back home. That's mad crazy. I got you. I'm in the restroom. In the restroom, I'm not flushing toilet. I'm just gonna pop oh, in the flight. Yeah, I'm don't gonna dip. do me. Don't do <laughs> me like that. But yeah, so I bro, I was devastated. Like I was like, I felt like I felt so vulnerable. I felt so used. I felt lied to. Like it was very humbling. It was very, very very humbling. Experience. But you know at the end of the day, like you remember you said like, oh I found that guy, but he didn't find him. He knew what he was doing. He probably lives nowhere near Anaheim. No, nah, he, he was knew. gone.
1: He goes there just to do that. Yeah, you know bro. I, mean? I
0: was bro. I was mad. And then I just looked at the box and that box sat there for like two weeks before I had the, like, I was like, if that, if I paid $400 for that box, like I'm going to sit there a Right. look it. was going to be there for a second. Ah, it was a lot. La- and then after I got over it a little bit, then it was like a laughing part of the conversation, but I was like, still Whew. bummed. But yeah, that, yeah, that, that's the, that's my red lobster story. So that red lobster now has a better meaning getting to what we're talking about. When yeah. we're getting to red lobster, you know, I mean we see this, this like a picture perfect, like elder, elderly, uh, a mom and daughter, like we mm-hmm. knew it was mom and daughter. The way she was caring for her mom to get out of the car, and I'm not gonna throw numbers out. But if I were to guess random numbers, hopefully they're not listening to this, and I'm not way off. I was thinking like 70 and like 85,
1: oh, or like I even 65 say that. and like 90. I would say, I would say, yeah, between 60, 65, and the mom was fra- she was fragile. Yeah, so I, I think I mean, she was like the 85 mile
0: whatever, whatever it might be. Let's not even throw numbers out there. No disrespecting. They were but both up there. They were both you know up I mean? there, and like we were like, bro, I was like, honestly, I love old people, and like when I seen her. So when I seen her helping her mama, it really reminded me of when I would go with my my grandpa. we would go eat for the last couple of months that he was around. Uh, well, that was a little bit more. Like it was he. We would go like the last couple months he wasn't going anywhere. But you know what I mean. So it reminded me of being with my grandpa mm-hmm. and we take my grandma to the casino. So I looked at her and um, Michael. You he opened the door and like that is super super fly to be hanging out with someone. Going to event to better herself, and then he goes to open the door before I even go open up the door. We're still waiting a couple minutes for him to get there. Like that's super fly of you, bro, because not a lot of people do that anymore. I feel like there's bro, no Bro, We have to respect, to. We, we all gotta do our, our, our part. Like well, if
1: if we do bro, it took thirty seconds of our day. I just I kinda it's, look at it like if that's my grandma, my mom, like yeah, bro, I would hope someone like you would open the door for yeah. them, right? So, and and that's another thing, bro. Like some people would have wanted to do that, but they would have felt weird or didn't wanna like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like people, so, people no, want they're, to they're do they're, nice things, but they, they, so they don't weird. like to stand out. They no. don't like to stand out or be the center of attention. So they like they'll just like Whoa. carry on with their day. And we, they look so happy, bro. They they have the biggest smiles on
0: their face. It made like, oh, my, it you. made my day. Yeah, bro. it made my day too. So I seen them, I was like, oh, it reminds me like you know taking my grandpa, I'm going to we'll go lunch with my grandpa, uh, taking my grandma to the casino. Oh. And I was like, oh man. So I looked at I looked at Mike. I was like, you know, I'm gonna pay for their meal. Like I just had like this this this. It was so cool. But like, that, well, I, I felt think like, we were connected at that yeah. point
1: because I considered doing that. I, just, I didn't say anything. And then like 20 seconds later, you're like, you know what? I'm going to pay for their meal. Yeah I, had, yeah, I just had a feeling. And fast forward, we, I paid their meal. It wasn't expensive. It was like 70 bucks with a tip. Um,
0: she comes over and she's like, can I hug you? Oh, my gosh. I'm going to cry. So she hugs Micah, tells her name. And I tell her Mary. my name. Mary. Mary's her name. And I tell her my name. She's like, oh, my gosh. My son is named Anthony. I was like, Mary. You picked a great name, right? That's, it. That's amazing. <laughs> and she ended up telling me the story, and I and I I wasn't the fact that her name son, her son's name Anthony that like I felt like this was necessary. It's what she says after that. She's like, I was like, no, I seen you you taking. I'm assuming it's your mom. I didn't want to let like know, assume it's her mom. But I told us assuming it's your mom uh, that you know you're bringing her to Eden. I know how 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 that probably makes your mom feel so amazing that she comes out. She's like. I've been bringing her every single Saturday for how many? she say a couple of years now, or whatever. I don't even remember how but long. But that long is long like she it, said
1: every Saturday, so she doesn't feel so she doesn't isolated. feel
0: isolated. And that that is amazing, you know, because I know I know sometimes my grandma, my grandmas can feel like that. And They're not that old. I mean, their grand their grandma ages, but they're not like that old. Mm-hmm. They still you know do everything for herself. Um, and I was like, oh, see, I was like, that's why, I, that that was the reason why I paid. Not because you're Sunday, man, Anthony, because that's amazing. Like, you save yourself some money and you bring your mom out every single Saturday. Like, bro, I, I want to do that for man. my mom. You know what I mean? I want to make sure I can do that for my mom and my mm-hmm. my parents, stuff like At that. At the very least. At the very know? least, you know what yeah. I mean? So I feel like a lot of the older people are, are kind of looked over, which, uh, I mean, I'm really a family person. Like, you know, everyone knows how I took my grandpa pa- passing away. I took it horribly, you know? So right. I'm a, when I seen that, bro, it was really good. It made us feel good, bro. And then we went Absolutely. back and we got to learn even more and stuff like that. I mean the the Arte Syndicate was a very great show. And that we're that's gonna be a yearly thing.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, it was it was dope, man. Uh it was the very, the very first like um I guess what would it be considered like a personal development personal. I think it's like a personal personal development. Yeah I think that's what it goes under. But that was my that was my first my first ever one, bro. Yeah and uh so that but, was but that was a hell of a first time. Let's get into that. uh uh-huh. but first let's get into to you uh my grandparents adopted me when i was very very young um my mother just wasn't in a position to to take care of me and my sister uh expect that. she was on some different stuff which is a conversation for a different time mm, there's a lot of value in the conversation but for a different time um, is so, that because you don't want to talk about it uh or is that just because, i mean we can we can go into it yes. we can go into it it's so it's podcast but this so, is this is so, this
0: podcast is for mike to share his story to bring value to one person out there that's listening
1: Man, I would say the reason for me uh, wanting to to say all this is just for people who don't feel worthy, for people who, on paper, all the facts about them, their life and their past, uh, would make it seem as if they could never be uh, successful or valuable. Like you're set up for Um, failure. Exactly.
0: Like David Goggins
1: was talking about today. So that really hit home when you were Goggins talking about that. Me and David's stories are are pretty similar, bro. So uh, all the way back to the beginning, man, Um, so... A lot of people don't know, bro. I'm a I'm a product of prostitution. Okay. So uh, my mom, my dad, out running the streets, getting basically getting it by any means. Mm-hmm. Um, not the most uh, outstanding citizens. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so uh, I'm a I'm a product of, of prostitution. Um, it was me, my my sister Samantha. She is about three and a half years older than me. Okay. Uh, my, my mom, she just wasn't in a position. To, 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 be able to take care of us. Um, but she, at the same time, she fought for me for my life, you know, um, with it being, cause she's white, my dad's black, uh, at the time, you know, with it being an interracial relationship, uh, and also like my grandparents knowing what she was doing, mm-hmm. you know, they wanted her to abort me. And, uh, she said everybody, you know, everybody was telling her that, that she needed to abort me, you know? Wow. um and she didn't bro she she fought for me, she fought for my life um and when i was born you know she wasn't able to take care of me uh I, when i was born i had a upper respiratory like uh infection or something like that i was in the hospital like in like one of those little incubators tents. yeah i was in there for uh 2 weeks uh, after i was born and then after that uh we had my mom take had taken me and my sister Samantha to um i'm not sure what the the right name for the places but it's where the nuns the nuns lived. oh like and a like
0: a um like a boarding school like a like a, like a catholic
1: school yeah kind of like a catholic school. my so, grandma's in yeah. a catholic school yeah so we were she used to hit she used to hit her with a ruler i believe it i well, believe it was, it. like way before our time but that's some old-fashioned stuff but yeah. uh nuns are old school but yeah. anyway so yeah man i was i don't remember this but you know me and my sister samantha uh my mother you know we lived with the nuns and like the nuns the nuns pretty much, you know, raised me for the first uh, several months of my life. Yeah, so um, this is the stories that you were you were told. You yeah, seven months, right? You remember seven months? The, I don't. I, I mean, I don't remember none of this stuff. You know. What I mean? Okay. okay. Uh, so yeah, uh, and then I'm not exactly sure what happened there, but my grandparents ended up uh, adopting me and my sister because my mom my mom wouldn't let us going to the system because she was in the system and it kind of messed her up, like foster care and stuff like that. Wow. That's so
0: interesting. Like, she was in the system. She knows what mm -hmm. it does. It happened, but she knows what it did to her, so she's doing her best to, even though she took another path, Mm -hmm. she's still trying to keep you guys together, you and your sister together.
1: Yeah. She hasn't hasn't, uh, always been a big, like, physically here, like, part of my life, but, dude, she, she, I mean, from the time I was, like, from the time she found out she was pregnant with me, you know, she, I mean, she's fought for my life, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? She fought for my life. And, you feel it because she gave you the best life she could possibly give you? Is that why you don't have any resentment towards, towards her? Uh, well, I, I did at one point until, yeah. I mean, we had a conversation pretty recently where, uh, you know, she just kind of put all, the, all this stuff out there and, and uh, you know, filled in the gaps that I didn't know about. Okay. And uh, Was that closure for you? It was, absolutely, bro. Did it feel like a, a way to felt great. Shoulder? It was a three-hour phone conversation. It was a three-hour phone conversation, and 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 it felt great. It made, uh, I feel like it made us closer. You know, it made me um, understand things a lot more. Made me. It sounds crazy, but it made me respect her more. You know, like people say, like their mom is their favorite person. This, you know, all these things about their mom, and I didn't have that because she was never really. She was really never around, bro. Whenever I was growing up, that's so so interesting. uh, Because me and my mom are close, bro. Like
0: me and my mom were like everything I did, like. First kiss, first this, first that, first hump, first bump, whatever it she is. Was a, she it, it, I told her everything, bro. Yeah. Like I, I, only in Intel, I didn't tell is like <laughs> when I when I first when I lost my virginity. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I lost it my 14th or 15th birthday. It was my 14th birthday. On a birthday in Vegas. In Vegas, birthday she drove me to Vegas. States. She drove me to Vegas, and literally, you know, her son was about to become a a young uh. man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, so I, and I told her, I remember, I'll never forget this, man. I we we're sitting in the hospital. I was, I getting, I can't remember what it was. I was there for a checkup. I had, I had crazy, I had twelve surgeries on this leg. Oh, right. And uh, right, like literally, she was. We were talking about something. I told her, I was like, Yeah, you know, I lost my Virginia to Lily, uh, in Vegas. She's like, What? And the doctor opens up the door, and the doctor's like, What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> I was like,
1: Oh, and then she's like,
0: Oh, nothing. I just. Uh, I just found out that my son lost his virginity, and it's I funny. drove him there. And I was
1: like, <laughs> "You know what's funny? Is uh, that you waited till you were in the hospital. It just you're, came you're up. like, this is the perfect time." To I'm, tell a you can't my ass. I'm a horrible
0: liar. I'm a okay. Yeah, no, I have some stories about that. Well, I, <laughs> I'm a, so I'm a bad liar. I'm a very bad liar to the point where I, I don't even try to lie uh-huh. because I get like this weird grin in like un, like everyone calls it out, bro. I, everyone could call it out. So I just gave up on mine. I never uh-huh. got caught. I mean, I always got caught. Everything. First time I ditched, got caught. First time I snuck out, got caught. Like, I just don't, like, I don't even attempt to BS anymore. Yeah. I get pulled over by for speed. Your conscience he is He says when strong, you're going like... 70, I was like, oh, officer, I was going 75. Let's be honest. Okay, <laughs> like, I know you got me at 75. Like, you know, whatever it might be. Yeah. So, like, yeah, yeah that, that's uh, yeah, that's it. So, like, we would saying this, like, the uh, what you're having, like, that. I feel like that, that animosity you might have had for a while towards your mom, mm-hmm. I think I have towards my dad,
1: yeah. but not towards my mom, because me and my mom, like, are, like, mm-hmm. That well, that Hi. that animosity is a, is a very common thing uh, amongst children and their parents. Yeah, like extremely common. For bro. sure, uh, because when you think about it, you know most people I know personally don't come from like the the perfect home. You know, mom and dad is in the home and they love each other uh, unconditionally. And then it's it's like you know we sit down and have dinner together every night and every ho- it's it's not like that in in most cases like that I know about. Yeah. Um, so yeah, man, that that conversation really helped a lot. Uh, and then, you know, my grandparents raised me from, uh, I guess around one to 13. So everything that happened in between the beginning and 13 really conditioned my mind, um, to the point, like, just like all of us, bro, I'm still having to break these certain mental cycles. Um, so... Dang, what uh, you talk talk about it a little bit more? What do you mean your mental cycles? Like, I wanna, so, wanna fun mental cycles as in what? Like you like do you hold on to some past grudges? Yeah, dude. There was a lot, bro. There was a lot. And and not to make it sound like I had it worse than everybody. No, you know no, no. Don't don't worry I'm about that. My don't, yeah, story. Yeah, This is your story. Like, That's yeah, what yeah I'm this is one thing I always I, people I, always do on my podcast,
0: like, oh I know there I know someone out yeah. there does have a worse. There's someone listening yeah. to this story that is, I wish I had that life. But 100%. at the end of the day this was the worst thing that it was happening in your life, and this yeah. is the trauma that you're holding. Mm-hmm. So yes, there's someone else there has it worse. Yeah, right. It's okay.
1: This is your version of worse. So and I'm this going is what you're to going through. I'm going to to tell what my you know one to thirteen mm-hmm. li- you know the the lifespan right there was like, and then uh, it wouldn't be like me to just talk about the negatives. I'm I'm going to talk about the positives that I was. No, able to just pull through that, what you know? What I mean, these so, stories built you. Absolutely. So um, like we were talking about, I think, last night, like you really don't know whenever you're less fortunate Uh, when you're young, young. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So uh, I was like I said, my grandparents adopted me and my sister, Samantha. Um, They had they had a daughter. uh, Her name is Jenny. So it was us three kids in the house. And uh, we were in a in like a rural area. So it was literally all white people. And when I say all white people, I'm talking about, like, white, white people um, and, like, a large percentage of them. Were so like, half of you. Yeah. And, like, the large percentage of them were, like, the the type of white people that you don't like. You know what I mean? Like, they were very, oh, like, very, like, like redneck and racist and, like, simple-minded, you know, like. So, so, okay. So we shared something in common on the last conversation.
0: We're both mixed. Yeah. Right, and I told you that sometimes I felt like I'm never like I was never accepted in in either one like community. Right, right, because like it's either no, you're not you're not Mexican, or no, you're not black. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So how was it growing up black and white? Because I know well, my family was like my Mexican side. Of my family was pretty racist before I was born, and then like my grandparents and my my they cut cut that out real quick. Like this is my grandson. I love him. I don't care what uh-huh. color he could be. Blue. I love him. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So like, how was it like? When did you start noticing that uh, it's not okay, okay to be white and black? Like, did you when was like that experience?
1: Was that I, I was pretty young. Yeah. I was pretty young. Yeah. So my grandpa, my grandpa was my first best friend ever. That's right. Like when he was mine too. <laughs> and that's what I was saying. We had to have you know several things in common with our story. And you know, my grandpa was my my first best friend ever. Like when he wasn't at work and he was at home. It's like I I had my head up his ass everywhere he went, bro. Same. And uh, he he was a mechanic, so he was always in the garage. So I was always in there. Like he'd be working on cars, I would either watch him. You were working on cars. Or or I would take like a part that he had sitting around and like taking it apart and stuff. Uh, That's so funny you say that. Same, bro. Same. So he was he was my first best friend, my my by a long shot, bro. My first best friend. Um, And so to get back to uh, you know what it was like being. I, well, first of all, I didn't know that I was mixed, and to that type, that group of people, if you have a drop, it's like you were that. So I was black. To, oh, to, you to, were not mixed. To, to these white people, I was black. There was no in between. It was like basically, he's not like he's not like us. So you're he, not one of us. He is. Yeah. Yeah. So now there Damn. were now there were a lot of good white people that dude around me. Yeah. But, we won't say white but, people. we we'll just say people. Exa- yeah. Okay. People. That but it felt like in the moment it felt like the masses, it just felt like I, I was always being looked at and you know not accepted. And where's uh, where this taking place at? This is in uh, Park Hills, Missouri. So it's like an hour south of here. Okay, um, like it's in uh, southeast Missouri. Okay. Uh, so you know, my grandma was my first. It's crazy because my grandpa was my first best friend, and my grandma was my first enemy and that's interesting it was yeah looking back it was you know at the time i didn't realize all you know the dynamic but and your grandma is your, your grandma from is your 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 white side or your black side they're both on my white side oh both of them both of them are on my white side yeah well i
0: feel like there's such a bond with like a grandson and grandpa like they mm-hmm. i don't think he cared
1: what color you were you, you could come out blue with with red eyes the crazy thing is he like that side of the family was known for not liking Black people, and you change his whole perspective on it. He didn't care. I was an exception to for him. You, I, you were all white to him. I, I vividly remember him using racial slurs, like referring to to black people, like him and like my, my you know, his uh, his brother, like which I would call my uncle and, and uh, yeah, like I vividly remember that stuff. Wow. Yeah, like and uh, yeah. It, it was an interesting dynamic. So, but I was an exception. Like, he he loved me unconditionally, bro. I was his pride and joy. You know what I mean? So, it was yeah. weird. It was really weird. So, you were an um, exception. You were like, you yeah. were not a color
0: to him. You were just. I Micah. was Micah.
1: Yeah. I was Micah and, okay. and, and, Yeah. So, love's powerful. It is, man. Love is a powerful thing, man. Absolutely. Love is a, and and, a, a, and a, thing. a child will completely change
0: someone. Oh. But, you yeah, of uh, me, my, my my grandparents and my, you know, stop talking to some of our family members because they weren't accepting that I was half black. Um, I mean, unfortunate for them, I guess. You right. Know what I mean, I think I did a pretty good with my life for being, uh, you know previous. <laughs> <what I mean? laughs> yeah, right. You know what I mean? By the same time, right. though, like, it, it's so, it's, you know, it's so funny because I don't, I didn't realize, and nor I did I think this podcast was going to go towards us being mixed people. I had no idea. I, I forgot that you were mixed, nor do I, I I don't think we're raised on color. We don't think about We it. don't think about that. No. Like I don't know, you know, we're similar similar in age and stuff like that. Like I don't look at you and say like you're my black friend or mm-hmm. you're my mixed friend. Uh, I just totally I didn't even think about that. Uh, but it, it, and I didn't even though we talked about it in the car. I didn't think about it then until you just brought it up right now. And I was like, oh, wait. And we kind of came up like I would have never brought up that you're mixed or your race or hey, This is Micah. He's mixed. Right. Like I feel that sounds so weird. It does. Like you're well, Micah. yeah, because it doesn't matter. You're Micah. Like yeah. you're, you're someone that you're another human being that I interact with. You're someone that I got the experience going to my first Andy show with like a mm-hmm. first form. You know, I, there's a lot of people from first form that want to talk to me or that DM me. But I, I responded back to you like that's who I would announce you as not yeah. like a color. Absolutely. Or a mixed, yeah. you know what I mean? I feel like it's mm-hmm. very cringy for anyone that might even think of doing that. It's kind oh, of weird. Yeah. yeah, you might get canceled. Yeah. <laughs> you might yeah, get yeah. canceled for that. Yeah, watch someone take this one clip. We're talking <laughs> about race, and they just make me look so bad. Right, <laughs> right. They're all like, oh, this is Micah, my colored <laughs> friend. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, man. So That's so interesting, because that's not even our type of generation type of stuff. Like, nah. I didn't, I didn't have a problem Thank with God. It. Yeah. Thank oh, God, you know. We, I, I think we grew up in a badass time. I, th- I think it was yeah. like I think it was a it was a pretty badass time. We got to you know
1: do stupid stuff, go mm-hmm. outside all the time. Now like I don't see any kids outside. No, but we do have the opportunity to make things better. You know, uh, bro, that's what we do for a living.
0: I yeah. get to help people for a living. You get to help people for a living. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, getting getting up to the older age where you started, you know, oh, okay, like figuring out where the grudges are at. You know what I mean? You already deal with some so, racism. You already dealt with. Uh, I all those things. say. And, uh, and, and, uh, pros, you know,
1: a product you said a product of prostitution product of prostitution yeah. i've never heard that before until this podcast. i feel like that's the the best way to explain it yeah whenever my whenever i you know I, I got that information um and i you know kind of sat on it and thought about it for a little bit that's just really the best way you know people say uh they are how they are because they're a product of their environment um but i'm 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 not like a a baby i, I wasn't the Mom and dad loves each other, and we're, they're gonna have a baby and start You're a family. That. It was like, no, like when prostitution happens, and there like are mistakes. And yeah, there are there are mistakes, you, and I am what ha- I'm what came from that mistake. Do Do you feel that it, uh, it like affects you, like till present day? Are Are you Are mm. you so not you,
0: that particularly? No, no, you don't. So you know victim mentality. No. Did you have
1: victim mentality before? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I did I did I would say I had victim mentality up until I would say, I mean, even into my early twenties a little bit. Oh, yeah. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah, we, um, we take this while for a learning. What do you like, you know, what snapped
0: you out of it? The victim mentality. Like what when did when did you decide to realize that it's up to you to get your shit together?
1: When I got tired of not having my shit together. Like not when I was like, Oh, this sucks. When I was like beat the fuck down, dog ass tired of being no one. Bro, being being broke, being um, insecure, you know what I mean. Being mad all the fucking time. Insecure, like, huh? About what? Well, that goes back into the the childhood stuff. So okay. I uh, I knew early on, like I'm talking like first, second grade, mm-hmm. that I w- I was different than all these other kids. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I would see even parents, their parents would like look at me different, and um, so that kind of like pushed me away, and then. My my grandma always would pick up stray animals. She had like a veterinarian background. I always picked up stray animals in the house, bro. The trailer we stayed in, the single wide trailer, it had like a, it was like the metal, like the tin siding. You know, what I mean, very old school, small. Mobile, mobile wide. home. No, it was a single wide. Oh, single wide, sorry. Yeah, mobile home. So,
0: so it was like, I, it, so I don't, I'm not too familiar with stuff like that. So, uh-huh. but I'm thinking. Mobile home. I'm thinking like the the RVs, or is this the ones that are like stay? They stay there. They stay there. Like, okay, so they mobile it's home It's literally park.
1: this wide. As wide as this this okay. room, right? I know here. what you're
0: talking about. So like a mo- So like I, I believe they call it like mobile home parks. There's one by Disneyland. By yeah, like
1: house. it's when you when they're when nice you, though. They're hear, nice. They're nice as hell. When you hear people talk about trailer parks, it's 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 like stuff. Yeah, I call like, them mobile home. That's how they mobile. Yeah, home, but stuff like a that. Park. I feel like uh, it's a bad rep. I guess. But this one was not nice. This one was not nice. And like oh, so this with, was a trailer park. Not a trailer park, but just a trailer. Like, people do that. People will buy a mobile home in the Midwest. People will buy a mobile home and move it to a property that they want to live on, and they'll just put it there. Okay. That's some Midwest shit. You don't know nothing about that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't
0: tell so, I'm, I'm trying to learn. I, so, I think I know. I think we're on the same page. I was just thinking, it's called, I, I'm mobile park, mobile home park, but I'm, it's a mobile home. It's a mo, it's a trailer, so the mobile home. Yes. So it's the same thing we're talking about. Yeah, it's yeah same thing, bro. You know, it's like how you guys have that, like, disgusting, like, Whataburger or whatever, and we have in and out like, you know. I don't, I don't mess with that. What? I don't mess with Whataburger. So. Good. I'm thinking. So, of, I like you. Yeah. Everyone like. I don't, so not I, I had it last time, and it's not honestly very unimpressed. Dude, it's. Not I could. I good. could go on about I, the. I stuff could go in and out bro. for all day. I can in it out every single in and out. I've yet to have a burger better than in and out. And I know I'm gonna trigger so many people out there. Oh, they're gonna be upset about that. Yeah, but I. I, mean, I got the 600
1: pounds. I eat some good food. Right. I got to taste shit, my yeah. fair share of good food. I'll, I'll be but honest. I love it. now. Most the best. of us have had our fair share, honestly. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, dude, it, it, with her bringing the pets and everything, like, dude, I mean, there was times when we would have, like, five dogs in the house and, like, six cats. And, uh, dude, we had, I remember we had a uh, goat in the house one time. One time we had ducks walking around. The goats, They. my grandma would... Cause she, your goats like poop like little pebbles. Yeah, dude, she would put diapers on, them. like a diaper, and then like cut a cut a hole where their tail is. So what you guys do with these animals? She just like, she just had like a bigger heart for animals than human beings, and wow. And dude, it it got it was filthy, bro. So like my we we smelled bad. So not only you know at this young age that I realized that I was different, the color of my skin was different, uh, and I was you know treated a little bit different by some you know some people, but like. I was also the kid that smelled bad.
0: Damn.
1: You know what I mean? So then that kind of like, it sucked. It sucked even more, you know? Yeah. Um, and then, you know, on top of that, uh, I would say it about starting in third grade, something happened with me uh, mentally where I just basically, dude, I just stopped giving a fuck. Were you bullied? I you could be honest. Kind of, but but at the same time, I I was a I was a bully at times too. Like, dude, of course I was, you were. I was fighting in school. I was you angry. You had bro. everything to prove. I was angry. I, that's me, I, bro. I had so much to prove. I had so much to prove, and I I had I had a blessed life, bro.
0: I have a blessed life. I my family, everything. Yes, I was overweight, but I was people make fun of me, so I always had something to prove. Yeah, right. And I I've actually it's, it's crazy, being overweight, being bullied, not having a lot. Equals always having to prove something.
1: Mm-hmm. I feel
0: like insecurities make it. It's always, human, nature, it's human nature. Right. So like I felt like I, even now I'm still getting over the old version of Anthony Lopez of trying to have to always have something to prove.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. And and I don't think it's I think it's never going to go away when the business aspect like I'm always going to be I'm happy for myself. I'm proud of myself. What am I going to do next to evolve myself? Right. Yeah. But I finally got over the whole. Trying to just be like the guy. Like you know does that make sense like cuz well, I lived I that life the whole time like I go to house party I had to have you know be with the fly the coolest people the DJ have like you know the 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 like, the hang out the proper people have the biggest truck mm-hmm. be the loudest be ready to fight the first like you know what I mean like now I just live a life of like I don't like
1: have to prove no nothing to anybody no that's like, just I, in, that's just insecure boy boy yeah. stuff you know what I mean it's lot, yeah. most most people grow out of it, but you know some people don't grow out of it. I
0: I just started to get it out of my system like up, like maybe a year or two ago when it quit a lot of it I know comes from being overweight because I feel like I'm always stared at and so I felt like I always have to be like the mean guy the tough guy right like mm. I still love myself I was still a funny person but like, I was always like oh I don't mess with AJ but like, I'm not even that type of person like right I'm not even a fighter unless I'm like really defending myself or my family like I'm about it but like I don't have nothing to prove anymore like yeah. and I think once I let goal of trying to have something to prove i talked about before i have a race car i have a camaro I have a race car sitting in my garage uh and i built this thing from the ground uh when i say ground up i'm talking about it's a brand new camaro but took everything out that made it expensive and put new stuff in it made it fast all that stuff so let me mm-hmm. say from the ground up people get pissed off like oh i remember that oh, he's I not no he's yeah, not, yeah. yeah, I yeah. Really, i'm not a car guy because guess what once i lost my grandpa i haven't touched that car and that car was like a band-aid Right, mm-hmm. that Camaro was a band-aid because if I really cared about it, I was still driving it. I would have brought it to me, with me to Vegas. No, it's still sitting in my 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 Orange County house garage, uh-huh. right? But it was a band-aid. Like I had something to prove. I had to be the big guy in the Camaro because if people if I had the Camaro, people wouldn't realize that I was overweight, right? If I if I yeah. won first place trophies, people people wouldn't realize that I was five. They they, they
1: wouldn't be focused. They wouldn't be focused on that, right? Like yeah. something to prove. Uh-huh. And
0: once I got rid of that crutch, and I like, started looking like, look, like,
1: look, I'm still cool. Like, I'm, I'm still, Exactly.
0: Like, oh, hey, I'm big, but I'm still cool. Like, come hang out. Like, yeah, like oh, accept cool me, stuff. accept me, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and, and you don't... Like, that's not in the front of your mind. It's in your no. subconscious. No, it's it's when I worked on myself. It's when I started getting my life together. When I started realizing what's really important, and that's my health, mm-hmm. and me being here for my family. And now my new why is obviously helping people. We know yeah. why has changed, but my original why was helping myself first. Um... I don't even touch a Camaro. And it's not that I don't like the Camaro. That's why I haven't sold the Camaro. I can't now that I'm in a position, a financial position, where I can take the truck, pull the Camaro on the trailer, go race the Camaro and, and have money to to do that and bring it back home. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm not selling the Camaro. Because why not have a race car? It's already built. Yeah. Go to the track, let, you know, whatever happens to it, fix it, and then drive it. Whatever happens to You know what I mean? Whatever I mean. So I love the Camaro, but it's not my pride and joy because that was just a band-aid. Yeah. Like I'm not even car guy i was so mad when i had to work on that car but it was a cool thing to do i was a youtuber i was working yeah. in a car not saying i don't love it you, but it was like it was expensive it. ass band-aid you've outgrown it yeah you know? i still yeah. love fast cars though I you. Right, but okay, you know we do, yeah. that's it so it's so funny that you know we live you have not brought up your weight now one time uh uh-uh. that has not been any of your insecurity but you're still facing and you've still faced and you still dealt with a lot of the insecurities and frustration as maybe someone overweight would. Like we share the same stories. Except mine was my weight problem, yeah. And yours is your upbringing from being mixed race and your your family drama. Yeah. I had no family drama, and I didn't have. I didn't care that I was mixed, uh-huh. but I had the 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 insecurity and the, the something to prove of being overweight you know yeah so it's like it's, us bro, have, it's imagine it's, if we had this conversation in high school like imagine that like you were the skinny person and you also had your insecurity because the way you were born at home and how in, like how unstable your life, your household is mm-hmm. and then i talked to you about it sucks being overweight and my insecurities we would maybe, maybe you were a bully i was a bully we wouldn't got along in high school but if we would have just talked about it
1: yeah we would have had a lot more in common oh yeah communication is you know i uh, mean unbelie- can do unbelievable things yeah amongst people uh, So, dude, yeah, it just got really, the the, the home was really filthy. Uh-huh. Uh, My grandpa was, he was an alcoholic. Uh, he was never, I don't ever recall him being um, just full-blown, like, abusive. He was old school, you know what I mean? So there would be times, like I said, you know, around third grade, uh, I was acting up. I was not doing work in class, not, you know, doing homework. I was I a was class clown and always mad. It was weird. It was weird that I could be the class clown, but be triggered that fast. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, short temper. Yeah. Very short. Oh, yeah. Very short temper as a child. Um, so yeah, do my grandpa, like I said, he was my absolute best friend. Uh, he taught me tough love, mm. you know what I mean? And, and um, it's still instilled inside of me. You know, he, he would say things back then that, that still stay on my mind today. And I'll still say them to people, like if I did something dumb, you know, he'd be like, he'd be like, damn it. Act like you got some sense. And, and and I'll say that to people. I you know you, say, I'm you like I like, like, act, act like you got some sense, man. When we
0: talk, I'm like, bro, you got like these dad. Like I'm over here doing something like push it, put on. What did you tell yeah. me the other day? You told me something like, all right, dad. You're, yeah, like, you I don't have, like, what it old, was, but you have like the old fashioned thing. I'm old.
1: Sc- I'm, old I'm, I'm, my, I'm like my soul is old school. Because yeah, it's because I think it's because of that. And um, so yeah, dude, he ended up getting. Uh, we ended up finding out he had lung cancer. Um, oh wow, damn!
0: Sorry to hear that, man.
1: Yeah, he had he found out he had lung cancer. He wouldn't got an X ray on his back or some crazy stuff like that. And they they had found cancer. It was like stage three or something like that. Oh, and uh, so he had had it for a long time. And and he was really old school. So dude, he may have known that he was sick with something, but just didn't just fought. That's just fought. being hard headed. So you you brought up something, and I and um I remember a story
0: my grandma my grandma Gloria told me mm-hmm. uh, that they found out her her dad had cancer and it was already high up there. Like he had cancer for months and months and months. Because when they opened him up, he was all, like, all the cancer was, like, you could see. I guess cancer shows, like, black spots or whatever inside the Mm -hmm. body. Um, But you mentioned that your grandpa drank a lot. And my grandma mentioned that her dad drank a lot. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering if they knew they had cancer. Because cancer is a very painful thing. Yeah. Cancer is very, very painful. Yeah. It's Um, not something you just brush So I wonder if he drank a lot because of the pain he was feeling from cancer. Because my grandma thinks that her dad drank so much because of the pain from his cancer. Because he drank to the day he passed away.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, he had... He had back problems too, so like not only was he did 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 he at some point in his life become you know a functioning alcoholic, but then he had back problems. You know he I remember him having a back surgery when I was a kid, and then you know the pain from that you know he would drink do like he would knock down a case of beer sitting in the garage after work working on cars. Yeah, his back now, problems and a mechanic. Yeah, Grandpa was a savage. Yeah, dude, I remember I vividly can remember him picking like we'll grab a full car motor. Like, not disassemble a full blown car motor and pick it up and carry it across the garage. I'm serious, by himself. Yeah. He was my built different. Bro, he was my They don't hero. make him like that anymore. That's what I'm saying, bro. He bro, was we my we were walking hero, outside today. Bro. It was
0: like freaking 50 degrees and I'm dying over here. I'm like, oh, get me out of here, yeah. bro. Remember, I was like, I could uh-huh. never be a seal. I'll touch the water and say, nope. Yep. But yeah. But they're built yep. different, man. Their uh,
1: grandparents are, yeah, man. Different nah, breed, bro. Different breed, bro. And, and it helped, it actually helped me because, and another reason why I would fight so much in school because I always felt like the the, the kids were, were just weak and I was mad for whatever reason all the time. So and I knew that I was tougher than them. You know what I mean? So it was easy for me to take my anger out. It's not it's it's messed up, but that's just how it was, you know, how I'm how it was in my head as a kid. Well it doesn't
0: sound like you're the aggressor. It sounds like you were just getting picked on because you smelled or because you didn't have what they what well, the, or you're mixed or whatever they decided to make. Yeah. Kids are mean. Yeah. I, oh bro, dude. oh my gosh, bro. They... I mean
1: the second you give me a chance the second they would give me a chance to to let some anger out, it was, it, didn't on, yeah. it didn't take it's on much. It didn't take much, you know. Some days it was like just a, uh, a little comment, and it's like I'm on, I'm on your ass, boy. Yeah. So same thing. So when we,
0: you're when you're overweight, bro, you have to be on it. Yeah. Like that's why, like, I talk so much smack nowadays. Like when you're overweight, like you have, to, not only do you have to be funny. You have to be ready for like that one cool guy to come in and slap your titties and, and call you fat, and you have to have a comeback for him. Mm-hmm. Like you got to go straight where it hurts, right? If he has a gap tooth, you got to call. You got to level the out. playing field. You got to it out, right? Because you know I got my weights. My weight's not on my side. When we're, when you're trash talking, you're being overweight is never a good thing. And that's the first thing they go oh, for. Yeah. So like, when I see someone there, I already can tell what kind of person they are. I know this guy's a jerk. I would already size him up, bro. I'll find out. I'll look at his eyebrows. See one uneven. I'll uh-huh. see his gap teeth. his yellow in his teeth. I'll see his shoes. If they're any good shoe, like I was, I was sizing the guy up. Ammo. I was looking for ammo because yeah. I knew exactly what they're gonna call me. Mm-hmm. They're gonna call me fat. They're gonna make fun of me in front of these girls and they're gonna smack me in my titties. I had man boobs. That's right? terrible, bro. So I, I did just what they did, bro. Like I, you know, even like recently, I thought these days were over and like I'm not gonna bring it up where it was because the person's gonna probably watch my podcast. But he was chilling with his girl and like he randomly hit me in my tit and it's after my weight loss. And I was like, it got me so mad, like it triggered me, bro. Yeah, like, and as an adult, as an adult, oh, like God. I wanted to lay him out. And it was oh, like it was yeah. in a, it was in a, in a very fancy setting. So, I it he was hanging with the, his new girl, his new girl that they're dating or whatever. And I think like the guys are dumb. Let me just go out there. Guys are gonna get hear this right now. They're gonna be so pissed. Guys are dumb. When girls are around, us guys do stupid things. Not every, uh, not no, every guy. you've done it, you've done it, you've done it. Guys do dumb things around girls. As a teenager. And in recent we man. all we all no, say bro. dumb things around girls. You get nervous, you say like you say the dumbest thing. Okay. You can admit it or not, mm. but guys guys are dumb around girls. All right. I've seen some dumb stuff. I okay. said some dumb stuff. Okay. Maybe you're you're perfect. Maybe it's
1: because you're mixed. I, I'm not saying it's probably maybe you of, might you might be mixed. You that might be what blood. it is. That might be but, what it is. But you
0: know what I mean? But yeah, so I I didn't hold it against it, but it kinda of pissed me off. I'm like, bro, like we are grown men. Like, why did you introduce me to this new chick, you're you're dating, then you do that weird stuff, like
1: got me mad like PTSD like I want to I like I still want to punch him that's what I'm saying I want to punch him for you bro let's you, go you got to <laughs> you got to humiliate at that point I'm like I I am I'm going savage like if I can't put my hands on I'm going to humiliate Yeah him. I, it it brought back like old Anthony Lopez where I'm like
0: I thought that guy was gone. Yeah. <laughs> but he never goes away. The uh, old Anthony never, Lopez never, never, never goes away. Yeah, he built no. this new Anthony Lopez. The old Anthony Lopez was fun, but this new one is obviously has a better and healthier lifestyle. Yeah. And a generally, a happy lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Right.
1: So, but that's that's funny that, you know, so many similarities, bro. Yeah. yeah so many man, similarities. Absolutely. Uh, and then, so yeah, he yeah we found out he had uh, cancer, and that was weird, dude. I mean, he, he lived for another year and a half, and, uh, dude, it was weird. It's just, I was so young that I didn't fully grasp the concept, but I knew. It's like I knew what was going on, but I didn't understand. I can see, I completely see, get that, but I didn't understand. Uh huh.
0: You know, my what Uncle I mean? Dave. My Uncle Dave passed away when I was young. Uh, my Uncle Dave passed away, I believe, at thirty-four years old. He was my another best friend. WrestleMania, RC event. Um, my auntie Dez is a, a husband man, but I I love that guy. Raider Raider family. Like, call him Raider Dave. Uh-huh. I so I wish like. I always wish, like, even, like, talking to you, I'm like, I wish you met him Uncle Dave. Like, you would see where I got this crazy interactive, like, uh, personality from, right? But, yeah, I lost it. him to cancer, too. That really sucked. But I didn't know what it was. Right. I, I knew what it was, but I didn't know, like, the real meaning of, like, death. Even well, bro, at that you're too time, young to grasp the I was the pretty young. I was it. old enough to know, but I didn't know everything. I, I didn't know the whole behind the scenes of cancer until my grandpa. And that is when I had, like, that is the day I became an adult. Mm-hmm. And I still don't even talk about that, but that losing my grandma cancer, extremely traumatized, and everything that I went through and everything that I seen. Great conversation, great memories, great new memories. Right, uh, very horrible new, old memories that I don't like to speak about. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that is a day that Anthony Lopez was reborn. At my lowest part of my life, was, 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 that, would, that, that did it to me. It'll like that is when I realized that. We do not have a long time here in life, mm-hmm. and I have people who love me and who, who I want to be here for, and there's people that didn't get opportunity today to wake up, Yeah, and I have opportunity. Yep. You know what I mean? That's when my life changed when I was like, holy crap, like, I got to get it together. And mm-hmm. We talked about that earlier. My biggest regret in my life is not doing it sooner, losing yeah. it sooner, but, you know, you're like, With- you can't do anything about it, but it's just one well, hey, the, of they, they say I don't have here a regret, but I, I, I do,
1: unfortunately, but, I'll, you know what I mean? It's, Everybody's going to have, bro, like... People say don't have, bro. It's gonna happen. You said something. You like who says you can have regrets? That's what I say. Who the fuck says you can't? Everyone has regrets. Yeah, you're going to man. You're you're going to. I don't. I don't believe that anyone out there wouldn't <laughs> wouldn't ever have any regrets throughout the span of their lifetime. No, I don't think it's um, possible. Yeah. And, and you know, and they actually help you. They kind of help you. Like, okay, don't do this. It's like a. It's like a don't do this in the back of my mind. You know, once well, when you do happen. Getting into that, like, um, me going through what I went through.
0: I had to go through that in order to i feel become the best version of myself and some people are like no you should have went to 600 pounds that's excessive but that was my life that's mm-hmm. that was what i thought was right that's what i was my my normal right mm-hmm. but going through everything i went through it made me a lot tougher you know I mean? it made me a lot tougher to, to take on the position where i take on now because now i'm a you know Go to school to become a you know certified life coach and you know I mean all that stuff. So yeah, um, I get to help people at their lowest times because let's be honest, so people contact me at their lowest times. Mm-hmm. You know they've tried with their weight loss the crash diets. You know you work at first form. Yeah, you hear these stories too. You know, um, so I they're, they're to, sold they're I, sold false hope. Yeah, you know? exactly, exactly. So when I heard that quote today, the quote that I said earlier in the beginning of this podcast, that made me know that. Let me know I was doing the right thing. Like this was made for me. I was made for this. I was made for people. Me made of my loose skin. I was made to to post my story on social media. Every single trial and tribulation I went through, it was actually God just toughening me up for my bigger purpose in life.
1: One hundred percent. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's why that's why I'm doing what I'm. That's why I'm building the business I'm building uh, because of, because of my which my leads right into now. that. Yeah. Because of your childhood, what kind of business are you starting right now? Um.
0: Well, actually, I, wait, wait, I, hold on, I want to give a couple more details. Yeah, 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 yeah. my Maybe bad. I, I completely give... just, I cut out your whole story. This is, this is you know what I, I mean? i can... completely cut. What did you go through in order for you to figure out your
1: why? What what put you in your rock bottom now you know that now you know your why? Dude, uh, dude, just a lot of stuff. But it, it really goes back to childhood, you know? So my grandpa lived for a year and a half with the lung cancer. Mm-hmm. He passes away. Me and my grandma, like, growing up, I remember good times. I remember more... Like, just more friction between us, you know. Just like, These her, guys didn't vibe with each other, yeah. Her, like, she, do you think your, your grandma was more racist than your grandpa? I don't think it was race, I just think she's she's a she was a broken person, and just being old school just ne- was never able to repair, you know. Hurt people hurt people, yeah, yeah. And and like, okay. you know, looking back, you know, we had a lot of family members, and and her, she hurt none of her family was around, and we had family members that didn't ever like her, so. It wasn't just a me thing, you know, like whatever she, she did, she was just the black sheep. She was the I one out. And it was, you know, because of the way that she treated people. Okay. And uh, so, you know, my, my grandpa passed away. And uh, I remember, dude, it's crazy. It, it, it I mean, I got, I literally was physically sick. Like I was yeah. sick, like, yeah. like throwing up, throwing up passing yeah. out, like for days, bro. Diarrhea, like it's, yeah. it's a TMI. No, no, no. I was messed up bad, yeah. dude. And, uh, That's real. That is what he's talking about. I
0: today realize that I am holding myself back and my brand back by not diving deep into that relatable story of everything that happened when my grandpa was sick. So I made a vow to myself and my my followers and the people that are listening to my podcast and, and support the brand, mm-hmm. uh, to shoot, to make a podcast by myself to just let everything out mm-hmm. because it's I know it's gonna be relatable. Oh, it's hard. I'm it's gonna uncomfortable cry. for me. It's to gonna to say be this a stuff. full crying podcast. It's gonna take a lot of takes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna let it play out, but it's just one of those things where, like, I know sharing that story and and everything and the motion behind it will open up the door for me talking about more stuff about my overweight lifestyle. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of, I still have that ego up right now, Mm -hmm. even though I'm very open. Right. And I'm, and and is it safe to say that for people who don't know who I am personally, that am I the same person on social media that I am on in real life? Yeah. Oh yeah. So it's like, but imagine people still relate with me now. Imagine when I let my guard down Mm -hmm. even more, like when I choose to, 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 to fight my demons and now, talk now about was, that Now story. was the time to do it. Now yeah. was definitely the time to do and today it. today was a big thing, and you were a big eye-opener, too, and hearing you share this is, is also a big eye-opener, too, so I really appreciate you for that because uh, I know what you're talking about is not
1: easy, nor do I even know it's, if you've yeah. even brought this up before. I, I typically don't. I, I don't even remember last time I really... Uh, yeah. I, some of these things I never said to people. But what you're bringing but, uh, up right now is c- creating the, the why to your brand. 100%. Yeah, yeah. so... Uh, yeah man I was messed up I was I was sick and and it really 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 sucked when family was around once he you know he died and we're getting the funeral arrangements straightened out and then we had the funeral the absolute worst part of it all was when the funeral was over people came over we had like food and everything with the family and everybody left and I was just sitting there and my grandma was inside, my sisters were inside, and I was sitting on this picnic table. I remember it was this brown picnic table. It had like a wooden wooden bench on each side. And the table was like a kind of like a rubber oak covering on the metal. It was brown, I remember this. And I was just sitting there and just like, you know, looking at the the, the window and and the trailer and I'm like, this, it just it was just unbelievable to think, you know, that I was gonna walk in there and he was never gonna be there again. Yeah. Yeah, that's it, crazy. Like, Damn, that like that again. gave me,
0: bro. That gave me goosebumps because my grandpa has a sofa, and like he every single time I come home, my grandpa was on that sofa. Mm. Every single time he take his like two o'clock nap or it's a two o'clock nap before he goes to work, and like so like the, I remember the the um the first, it was just weird because he was on the sofa the last couple of weeks because he was mm-hmm. in his the hospital the the hospice bed. I was basically his hospice nurse, um, but I didn't pay attention to what that sofa meant because. I was so focused on taking care of him in his last couple of days, hours, yep. whatever it might be. Yep. But I remember the next day I woke up after my grandpa, We everyone had left. My grandpa already passed away. Uh, and I went downstairs and I sat down and I looked at the sofa and I just, bro, I just stared at that sofa for honestly, probably like two hours. I probably just stared at that sofa for two hours and I had that same feeling you had. Yeah. Like, I'm never going to see him in that sofa again. Never. Ever. And I remember him, there's pictures of like, it's a different sofa, but this sofa has been in the same spot. Like he would evolve, right? He would get new mm-hmm. sofas, more comfortable sofas, <laughs> but he would use a hell out of that sofa, right? Yeah. He get yourself a new one. Uh-huh. Super humble guy. And um, I just r- realized that like, I'm never going to be able to see him in that 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 sofa again. I never really realized how meaningful that couch, what I would always sit in, and the sofa, he would always be in, and I would, mm-hmm. we'd watch TV together until he was gone, and then it all kind of hit, and like, I remember just looking at, I couldn't even cry. Honestly, at that at that point of my, at that point of everything going on, I had no more tears, dude. Yeah. Like, I generally feel like I could say I had no more tears, but I just looked at the sofa for, like, for uh-huh. like, bro, and I just remembered like Christmases, New Year's, uh, uh, Thanksgivings. he was always on the sofa, or he was always on the sofa, and um Yeah, it hit me like, damn! Like, Mm. I'm never gonna see my my best friend in that sofa again.
1: Yep. And it was like, and it felt like, like I said in my mind that, that, so my grandma, you know, she would be. There was times when she was, you know, I, you know, verbally abusive, and then Mm -hmm. she would like walk that line of being physically abusive as well. Oh no. And, uh, you know, I'm I'm just like, I mean, dude, it's it's fucking it's fair game now like i'm i gotta she's my only she's the only parent like yeah you're stuck with that no matter what like that's lot, your life yeah just lost my my best friend dude so yeah man time you know a few months you know go by and you know home life is chaotic bro because mm. everybody's trump everybody's damaged everybody's hurt yeah everybody's hurting you know she stepped back you know like it was like a kind of fend for yourself thing he man. was like the glue of of the family 100 percent. yeah, yeah and, and it was like a You know, one of my sisters ended up, you know, meeting a couple boyfriends online, and they would, like, come and stay. And it was just really weird because I know my grandpa never would have went for that. And, uh, you know, there was times my grandma took a step back, dude, because she was hurt. She was already messed up, and then, you know, she lost her husband. Yeah. Uh, That was her glue, for sure. Yeah, dude. Uh, I remember a couple months after my grandpa died, uh, a guy we used to call Uncle Mike, which is one of my grandpa's best friends, he died in his sleep, bro. Like, Dang. Yeah, my grandma got a call at like one one thirty in the morning. Was like, "Hey, Mike is uh, you know, we're, we had to call an ambulance to go in the hospital. We're on the way to the hospital. They called. They said he died. His uh, blood sugar just bottomed out in his sleep. He was diabetic. Just died a couple right. months after that. And he was like the only other fought fa- like I would say like the figure. other the other part of your like the last part of your grandpa because that was just yeah. right now that was gone too. Yeah, he was he was gonna step in and like be like the father figure. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like yeah, he ended up dying. And then you know everybody's just hurt, dude. And uh, I was at this time I was eleven, and I don't tell people this. I've told maybe two people this in my life. But uh, I was, dude, just so messed up. Not only from you know losing my grandpa and then you know Uncle Mike, but then also my grandma. Just she did not do a good job in the you know at that time of making you know making us making me specifically she was really hard on me compared to my sisters but feeling you know feel loved and and nurturing and, and, no no nurturing dude, it just wasn't there and like dude I was just I uh I tried to kill myself wow. uh so I was I was grounded a lot you know because I was always in trouble and I guess that's a lot of parents think that you know grounding their kids is the best way to to, to discipline them but it's a whole other conversation, but, dude, one day I was grounded. I remember, and I was, uh, I was just sitting on my floor in my room, and uh, I was just feeling all these emotions, bro. Just I was 11. i had already been angry before my grandpa died. All this stuff happened. Uh, now you more mad. Yeah, and I just I didn't know how to handle it, and I was like, I don't, I don't want to be here anymore. Felt that before. And uh, so I, I'm like, I couldn't. I didn't know exactly how I was gonna do it, but. The thing about me is I've I've always been able to find a I've been able to find a problem and find a solution real quick. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, my grandpa uh, and grandma always drank canned sodas, mm-hmm. and I had a can so- an empty canned soda in my room, and because uh, I, I was grounded and I didn't want to I couldn't go out to the kitchen and like grab a knife or like anything like that.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, and I, at the time I didn't really know about drugs and shit. There were no drugs in my house anyway. Yeah. Um, so it's not like I was gonna pop a bunch of you know what I mean? So anyway, so you're 11, too. I don't think I was really eleven, yeah. It's crazy that, an that eleven year old was even thinking That's about this. That's the crazy thing about, like honestly, like yeah,
0: like my my suicidal thoughts were I was like twenty seven years old. You know what I mean? Mm. And I just had, oh another rock bottom, but like to think like how damaged you were at such a young
1: age I was be, hurt bad, to, dude. Yeah, like you were yeah. like, oh, man. And and this isn't like I want attention, mm. like I literally so what happened, dude? It's so is, funny because everyone brings that up when they do talk about
0: their, their, their version of their, their suicidal thoughts or whatever. Because mm-hmm. like, it's not for attention. I, I say the same thing too. Like, I feel like you have to let everyone know it's not, this is not just a story. Like yeah. this podcast and this is what we talk about is some real stuff. Like they, mm. we were, I was thinking you're going to tell me about your upbringing and how it was kind of bad. And now you're, you know, you got your life together. And now you work at First Form, and now you're doing what you're doing. I thought that's where this podcast is going to go. You I didn't, don't plan yeah, this podcast. Too. Now I, we're into like whole nother, But this is this, this, this stuff. Is, I, I told you. This, this is don't real life. It. Someone is listening to this podcast right now, mm-hmm. and you are walking their shoes. I hope so. I hope you are in their shoes. You said things that only you two have in common right now,
1: mm-hmm. because. You just said you never told that to anybody. I've I've told right? th- There's probably there's f- two to three people in my entire life since uh, since this happened that know, that, that. I, that know about this. And there's we average you know four to like four between four and six hundred
0: views per podcast through all platforms, right? Four to mm-hmm. six hundred. It's crazy to think. Yeah, there's someone out there that this story is for, at and least they've one. done the walk, and maybe they didn't make the right decisions that you've made, right? Maybe they feel like they don't. They're still too late to make those decisions. Oh, I'm gonna you're get to that. now sharing where you're at and what you're doing. so you know yeah. what I'm saying like I'm gonna get there, th- yeah. That's why I love this po- I love doing a podcast, bro like I feel like I'm so I am s- and I will look at this camera, right, where I'm really gonna be looking at myself while I'm editing this and say, I am such an idiot for letting my self-doubt stop me from two years ago making this po- starting my podcast. I'm gonna do it now and this is gonna be a top 10 fucking podcast in the world. This is going to be a top 10 podcast. But imagine have- if I did this two years ago when I said I was gonna do it, right? Because the stories like this need to be heard. People need, people feel that they're so by their self. People feel that they are the only person on that plane. They're the only person on that freaking walk. Yeah. They're the only person in that lane. Now It's easy always, to think that when it, yeah, people don't.
1: It's, it's easy. It's easy to think especially that. Especially right? now. Everybody's got their face in the t- uh, phone or Everyone, a computer. Every, like, we most, don't communicate. Yeah. You know I mean? like, yesterday, we went to go to dinner with Nick and, um,
0: oh I forgot his name. Who's his name? Uh, when one I worked out yesterday. Ryan. Ryan. Ryan and like it was so hard we all put our phones away and i was like damn like it feels so good not to have my phone but i was so urged to have my phone oh, in my yeah. hand right and i can use the excuse that i do social media for a living but no enjoy mm-hmm. and Joy, Ann Boles said today like or no D- david Goggins said today he's all i've learned to master to be here in the fucking moment mm-hmm. and that's something that i'm like damn we're never here like even like i'm not looking at my phone because i'm I'm texting. I'm looking at my phone to make sure the camera don't shut off. We only got 29 minutes. We got to yeah. turn it back off and on. But you know what I mean? But it's one of those things like to live in that moment and like you know our heads are always so down, right? We feel like we're mm-hmm. so by ourselves, or we're looking at other people on social media, comparing our life to theirs, thinking that they have it so much better and that everything's perfect because they have the Louis Vuitton freaking bag or the glasses or whatever it is. But we're not knowing what their credit score looks like. Right? They're not posting up that mm-hmm. their 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 debt collectors calling them. But like we think that everyone's life is so much better than ours. But it's just like this this this. Facade that people are posting—they're only posting their wins. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I you don't like even know their story. They don't yeah. even know their story. I feel 100%. like that's you're—you're you're a really relatable push person on social media. I believe my—I think it's not patting myself in the back, but I've been told by a lot of people I am too because you don't only post your wins; you post your fails. Yeah, I post my fails, my wins, my insecurities, and all that stuff is just as much as you do, mm-hmm. right? I think you're pretty funny too in the stories to—to um, to show people that there are other people going through stuff.
1: Yeah, my, my big one of my biggest things is I just want to be I just want to be relatable and uh, like make people feel like they can reach out to me. Yeah, you know what I mean. And you for, do a hell of a job, like whatever for whatever. You know?
0: you do because you me and you me and you clicked it off really well. You made yeah. me feel really comfortable. Look, it, we have so much to talk about. Mm. I want. Would you be okay with us making two podcasts?
1: Oh, absolutely. Can we do.
0: I feel, so I feel we'll like drop one this week and then we'll drop the second part next week because I feel like this has already had so many mm-hmm. different gems and and so much about you where they're probably gonna. We're leaving it on a cliffhanger right now. Like they are probably want to know where Micah is now, even though they're looking at you because you don't look any the part of how you should. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know because technically on paper you should have failed. Yeah. Right. You should have. You should have. You should have failed. Mm-hmm. You should have not been in this position you are right now. So. What I want you to do is that I'll go and put your Instagram and everything in the bottom and I'll, I'll let you talk about your Instagram in the, the second part. But I want you to leave off, I want you to end this, this chapter. I want you to end this podcast with
1: something that you feel is going to be impactful for the people out there listening. I feel like that, you know, well, I don't feel like I, I know that there were a lot of impactful things uh, that that have been said. All those, the, you know, those those visions that you have Those daydreams that you consistently have, like those things you think about, like, it'd be really cool if I could do this. And it's just always on your mind. Like that's there for a reason that those thoughts are there for a reason. You have those visions for a reason. You're around a group of people and you feel like you don't fit in. And, uh, you know, you just the life you want is so much different than the life that they want or that they want for you. Like that is for a reason, man. And um I just encourage everyone to pay attention to the signs that, that, that the universe sends. Pay attention to those signs. Listen, you're good. Yeah, but those people you bump into, have those random conversations with, those people that you're standing by in public and you're just drawn to them and you want to say something but you're kind of nervous, no, say something because you never know what's going to come from that conversation. Like you, have, you never know who you're around. You never know who you're talking to. You never know what this, this idea can, can turn into mm, physically facts. like in the world. Um, so just like how we held the door open for those those older
0: ladies. Yeah. And they just they look so happy. <laughs> yeah. For all we know, for all we know, just throwing it out there, for all we know, that those two ladies could have been the most racist people ever. They could have been. They could have. And we could have just completely changed your whole outlook, how they look on, yeah. on our people. Yeah. Right? We don't I'm just throwing it out there. Um, right? I don't know. Right? They, Mary probably may, she's not, she looks so sweet, she probably not. But I'm just saying though, this the the, the act of kindness, a gut feeling that we had to be generous, which that's how we're raised, mm-hmm. it is is it could change someone's life. Or if not, it's through, maybe Mary wasn't racist. Hopefully she wasn't, but maybe she was having a rough day. Maybe her her mom is on her last couple weeks. Or maybe couple, all they've been talking maybe about is all been her mom about, dying. Uh, yeah, you know or maybe I mean? like, Mary doesn't have that much money this We don't know what it could have been, but at the end of the day. We felt it was the right thing to do,
1: and I and I would do it again. And I, the thing is, we we act on it instantly. Like, what boom. we're gonna do, and that's like instantly. That's trained over time. That's what I'm talking about. Like when you want to have those conversations, when you want to raise your hand, when you want to do something, you know, when you want to say something, like just act on it. Dude. Act on it. Just act on it. That's and gonna be the, that's
0: gonna be the end of this one.
1: Act on it. Yeah. All right. Now you you
0: heard some of the story. I can't wait for the episode number two. Um, I'll put your Instagram on the bottom of this one. Then your next one will drop next week. Um. I would say thank you for being on here but we're not done we still got to keep going we got more we got <laughs> we more. Got, another podcast we got a lot to shoot. of stuff yeah but man once again I'm gonna say thank you for being on this episode and then we'll put our, put you on the next one man I'm, I'm excited absolutely finish man. up the story man Let's finish yeah. up the the Mica trilogy yeah, thank you man all right man. This happened for myself and my family there's no way that this is real man can